Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you today on the Goals Coach Daily Show. Happy, happy Valentine's Day to you, to one and all. Today's program is a special Valentine's Day program, and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about love as a goal. You know, if you're tuning into the program for the first time, I am a goals coach, and I work with people to basically help them to get from where they are to where they want to be, and help them to produce the desired outcomes that they want in all areas of their life. What about relationships? What about love? And what a great day to talk about it. You know, are you working on a goal of finding true love in 2011? Are you trying to improve an existing relationship? And, and here's a great question. Does the same approach to reaching career goals and financial goals and fitness goals and goals in other areas of your life work when it comes to reaching relationship goals? I'm going to talk about that today, give you my opinion on it. And I'm saying my opinion because I am not a relationship expert. However, I am a person who helps people to reach their goals. So uh, we'll have a very lively discussion on it. And in the end, my hope is that you walk away, as you do from every show, with some new insights, some new ideas, and a new perspective on what you need to do today and every day to produce the outcomes that you desire in your life. The program is sponsored by AboutGoals.com. That's AboutGoals.com. You can find it at com. AboutGoals.com. And it's a website that's designed and dedicated to helping you to uh, really produce the outcomes that you want in both your personal life and your business and and professionally and on and on. Um, I want to I do want to mention that that on the website you can get a copy of the Daily Goals Toolkit. I don't talk about it often, but the Daily Goals Toolkit is is uh, something that I've designed and 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 used when working with my coaching clients. You know, a lot of people, the overwhelming majority of people who set goals really fail to reach them. And in that tool, in the toolkit, you'll find uh, a number of things to help you to be sure that your goals and your dreams are alive every day and that they become a part of your, your routine. Uh, it's everything from uh, you know, exercises and, and uh, some narratives in there, just you know, helping you to, to, to work on um, everything from gratitude to setting specific daily goals and daily intentions and, and just a lot of stuff in there. What that daily goals toolkit will help you to do in the end is to reach your goals faster. It's going to help you to reach your goals faster, and it's going to help you to start your day with passion, purpose, and poise. 
You know, it's also going to help you to develop an unstoppable positive mindset all day, every day, and a lot more. So go to aboutgoals.com and pick up a, a, a ebook copy of the Daily Goals Toolkit. It works very well as an ebook because you can print out the worksheets and, and use them over and over again, as opposed to uh, the print version, which is coming out soon, where you actually have to buy another mini book in order to reuse the worksheet. So go get an electronic copy of it. Uh, it's going to serve you well. So today's topic, it's Happy Hearts Day. It's Happy Valentine's Day. Everybody uh, goes into or, or starts out this day with the thought of, of love and relationships. Some think of it in terms of what they have. Others think of it in terms of what they don't have and what they want. Well, regardless of where you are in the mix, regardless of where you are as it relates to uh, relationships, I wanted to share with you some things that I think can help. You know, something that you probably don't know about me is that um, 25 years ago, I worked in the dating industry, and it was one of the coolest jobs that I ever had. I I, I remember I'd gotten out of the Air Force, and I I went back into computer programming, so I was working for a database management um, company, and that database management company, uh, the database management company that I worked with, you know, had long hours and strange hours. And I, um, and and you know, I remember we'd worked on a long project with a very long deadline, and uh, and and I decided that you know what, I wanted to do something that was a little more um, people oriented. I wanted to get away from programming, and I wanted to to kind of see the world. I was still a young man, so to speak. And, and so I, I saw an ad in a in the uh, Washington Post, and the ad said, change your life. And I was like, wow, this is cool. This is what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I want something. I want an adventure. So I went in and, and eventually got the job and, and, and moved up in the organization pretty quickly because I really loved what I was doing. It was helping people um, to take control of an area of their life where they at one point didn't feel as though they had a lot of control. And, and, and I share all that just to let you know that when I talk about relationships, although I don't claim to be a relationship expert, um, I have had some experience in working with people um, who are going through, uh, going through an improvement process in their life as it relates to reaching relationship goals. And some of that is what I bring into what I do with my clients today. So, you know, in that role, or working in the retirement living industry, or in the retirement living industry, in the um, in the relationship industry, in the dating industry, there were a couple of things that that I learned that I, I thought was amazing, and a couple of things that I observed. Uh, and and one of them is, you know, reaching relationship goals. It's really not the same as reaching uh, your your goals in other areas. It kind of is, but it also isn't. And um, and what I mean by that is that uh, part that's similar is that you do have to have a goal, you do have to have an objective, but the way that you go about getting to it is quite different. And and here's one thing that I want to share with you: if you raise your hand, if you're in that place where you know you are looking for a relationship, and you do you've identified that um, you know you want more. Uh, more love, more satisfaction in that area of your life. Or, or also raise your hand if you're in a relationship, but you, you want to improve it, you want to make it better. All right, I can't see your hands, but I can feel the hands going up. 
here's here's the one thing that that um, that that I've come to observe, and, it, and it's substantiated by the, um, the the fact that a lot of the relationship experts share the same thing, and that is, you know, sometimes when we go about trying to find someone, um, we go into pursuit mode. You know, we decide that, you know, that's it. I want someone in my life. I want to find someone, and we go out and we go after them. And in the the one thing that that I always share with people, and 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 a lot of experts, uh, you know, agree with this, is that you really want to start with some self love. And I know you're thinking, well, okay, self love ain't gonna cut it for me long term. But but hear me on this. Understand this. If you're looking for someone to complete you, because you feel as though there's something that's missing. If you're looking for someone to complete you because you feel as though something there's something that's missing, then what you're looking for is another person who is not complete but needs someone to complete them. So what you're really looking for is kind of a, you know, if you feel as though you're not whole without that, that significant other, then you're looking for another person who's not whole with the idea and the hopes that the two of you will get together and form this one um, this this one whole person. Well, you know, to become attractive or to attract love, you really want to be in a place where you love yourself. You want to be in a place where you feel complete in and of you feel complete as you are. And what you're then looking for is not someone to to complete you so much as you're looking for someone to accompany you on this journey. You're looking for another whole person. And I point that out because one of the things that I've observed is that very often when we go out looking for someone to complete us and we end up with someone who's also not a whole person, their flaws will eventually come to come to the surface. Their flaws will eventually create, uh, become a, a, a breaking point in that relationship. And and so, you know, the first thing, and this goes back to the core beliefs that we talk about on this program. You know, one of the core beliefs we talk about is likability. How much do you like yourself? Okay? Start with liking yourself. You like yourself as you are knowing that every day you're getting better and in every every way and in every area. But you start with liking yourself, and then you then attract people um, of similar interest who are going, who are traveling along a similar road and and, and who – can accompany you on it. So that mind shift right there, getting away from the idea that you're not a complete person, that you need that other person to complete you or that you need someone to complete you, that's one thing that you want to look at. That's one, uh, and, and that's something that you want to examine. That's a thought that you want to examine. And what do we do on this program? We examine our habits of thought. We we kind of peel back the uh, the lid and we take a look at what we're thinking, what we're doing, what we're feeling. And and we begin to uh, we question it. We question things. This is a program about examining what you're doing in different areas of your life and examining what you're doing to get to the place that you want to get to. So that's one. That's that's just a, a self-examination question. You know, do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Love yourself. Now I'm not saying love yourself and 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 don't do anything to change that, but just start with that. And that's something you can start with today. Okay, I know it's easier said than done, but it's so. It, it, but it's how you get it done. Personally, I've been married for 23 years now, and no, I did not meet my wife at the uh, while I was in the in the dating industry. <laughs> uh, but 23 years we've been married, and it's been uh, it's been a good 23 years. So, 
you know, I, and again, I've, I've learned both from my own experience and also from from observing others. Uh, becoming dependent on someone um, for um, to, to complete you. You know, and again, relationships are definitely about um, about holding each other up and 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 you know, facing life's challenges together and facing life's joys together as well, and and enjoying what life has together. Absolutely. But when we enter into a relationship for the purpose of um, of something that we feel we lack or something that we feel we need that someone else can provide uh, for us, we actually end up in a situation where we are depending on that person to provide those things. And, and you know, one of the biggest challenges with that is the fact that too often our expectations are unstated. They are implied. Um, we just think that, you know, this person knows exactly what I'm, what I'm expecting and what I'm looking for from them, and they're going to give that, they're going to live up to my expectations. Well, often when those, those expectations are, are unstated, uh, we go through that period or we go through those situations where we are sometimes disappointed because that person did not do what we thought they should do as a uh, wife or as a husband. And as a result of that, um, you know, we, we, it creates a lot of challenges. That disappointment is manifested in a lot of different ways. Do you, ever, do you know of someone who's going through a situation that's like that? You know, they can't quite put their finger on it, but it's like every little thing that's happening is just really ticking them off. And, and what's going on, if they really examine it, very often what's happening is that they have a picture of what this person um, should do or a picture of who this person is, and that person is not living up to that image or to that picture of who the uh, who who they feel that they that person should be. So as a result of that, what happens is there's there's the disappointment um, that's this, that's uh, that that's that's shared in a lot of different ways in anger, um, in frustration, in um, just a lot of different ways. So you know when we start off by loving ourselves, we are a whole person, and then. Uh, we can find that other person who is whole, and, and together you can make that journey. And you approach it that way so that you're not in that situation where you're depending on that person for something. And I'm not, it's not, again, it's not about being cold or callous, and it's not saying that you don't need someone, but it's just understanding that a whole person um, is in a relationship that, they can, that, that can grow because of the fact because of the fact that they're two whole people who are moving together. And if by chance you do need that extra support or if by chance you do need um, that, that uh, someone to, to uplift you, uh, you know, it's not a situation where you're constantly pulling and drawing on that, but it's more of an occasional thing. So first thing, first tip, love yourself. Love yourself. You've got to love yourself, man. You've got to love yourself, and that's so important. Um, the other the other thought that I have with that is, you know, often we we find that when we set the goal of of having a relationship, um, we go about it in very traditional ways. And and now I'm going to talk more about the technical side of setting a relationship goal or a love goal. Um, you know, in the, when, while working in the dating industry, one of the things that that uh, that um, that I love so much, and this is this was before the internet. This was way before the internet. Today, a lot of the internet companies are based on the the same basic idea. 
but but you know in the in the dating industry, one of the things that you are afforded as someone who goes that route is the ability to connect with or to to um, to meet a lot of people for the purpose of finding that person who is most suited for you. And you hear this a lot on with a lot of the the internet dating services. This is yeah, you know, this is all you know, I worked in the industry prior to that, prior to match dot com and, and, and all the others. And and the idea was that, you know, if you have a if you're looking for a serious and committed relationship, you need to have a way to um to kind of I don't want to say play the numbers. But in a sense, that's what you're doing. And, and, and let me let me elaborate a little bit to let you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it, it was at the time, and this may have changed. But at the time, it was estimated that um, there are three out of every 100 people um, who are um, very well suited um, for 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 you. Okay, so let's say you're looking for love. There are three out of 100 people. Uh, three out of every 100 people are are um, are going to be compatible with you. And the challenge with traditional dating and the way in which we typically go about finding other people is that, um, one, it's based on primarily on, on attraction. And, and attraction is not, you know, it's not about you just looking for a good-looking person. No, when I say attraction, what I'm saying is that there are things that we see in a person that um, that causes us to draw conclusions and to kind of fill in the gaps. So you know, I know a lot of I know a lot of women say that you know you you look at his shoes and you look at his nails. Are his are his nails clean and are his shoes polished and are his heels in good in good order? And so there's certain things that you look at, certain clues that you're looking for that um, would then cause you to assume that there are other things that are in place as a result of those clues that you're looking for. Well, as you you know, when I say it like that, it's easy to see even just in me stating it that that's very hit or miss. Uh, very hit and miss. And 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 the reason for it is that those clues don't necessarily mean what we think they mean. Um, you know, if you look at at look at it purely from a, a primal um standpoint, you know, with, with primates and, and with animals in the wild it's the alpha male that um, who who wins all the prizes. And the reason for that is that his genes are stronger. Uh, you look at his physical size and 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 his his um, and and his nature, and and you 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 know the the female is looking at him and going, okay, well this is someone who's going to um, produce an offspring that I can produce an offspring with that will that will survive in this in this harsh world. Well. We do the same in our in, in the human world. We you know we have those things that we look at and we see those we see them as signs of something greater. So the one challenge that you have with traditional dating is the fact that you're depending on those clues, which very often, very often, they don't um, they don't indicate what you think they might indicate. So you know you got three out of every 100 people who who are perfectly suited for you. And let's say you walk into a bar or into a club or wherever you go, Starbucks, wherever it is. And in that, in that, um, within that group of individuals, there are three people. Let's say it's a hundred, uh, hundred people there that you would, that you could potentially 
um, could date? Well, you, you, you look around and you're probably going to be drawn to certain physical characteristics that will, in most cases, lead you away from the three people in that group. And what then happens or what it feels like is that you just can't find the perfect person, so you have to just settle. So we become, you know, we become accustomed to settling. I just need to find, yeah, I need to, I, you can't find the perfect person I need to settle. Well, there are people out there who are very well suited for you. You just need a way to um, to go through those numbers in a very objective fashion. One of the things that we used to do that I thought was so cool is whenever we had a new person come on board, um, we would have them go into the into the library, and in the library there were profiles. There are profiles which are like little written. Uh, there's a, a written summary on one side. There's a photo on the other side, and then there was a video. And you know, a person would come in, and or we'd have the new people go into the library, and we'd tell them pull profiles, and the only thing that we want you to do is to just go through the profiles. Don't look at the pictures. Don't look at the videos. And you know what was so amazing? What was so amazing is the fact that when you look at a person's, when you look at who a person is, aside from the, the physical part of them, you would be amazed at the people that you, would, that you are naturally attracted to because of what you share in common. And so, you know, when you think about finding that ideal, when you think about the relationship goal of finding that ideal person, that ideal relationship, um, just think of the way in which you're going about doing it. Now, this is not a commercial for dating services. This is not a commercial for Match.com. But when you, if you are, if you, if you are really, um, if you've set this as a goal, then you want to look at the way in which you go about reaching it, because the wrong way. Will only lead you to will only lead to frustration, and the wrong way will will lead possibly to making a bad decision. And 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 why do I say that? Because let's say let's go back to the situation where you walk into um, a club, a bar, Starbucks, whatever it is, and there are a hundred people in there who might be good. There are a hundred people in there that you can choose from, and three of them are ideal. The other ninety-seven are not. Okay. And let's say you, you know, you're just going by your gut feeling and you're going by um, by what you see, okay, which, again, is very, can be very limiting and very deceptive. So you, you see someone you like and you think, wow, this is the one, and, and, and you make you move, all right? <laughs> you make you move. And, you know, the, the physical attraction is there and there's a good chemistry, and so, you know, you find out or, or you, you decide that, yeah, this is someone that I'd like to get to know better. And so there's a date that's set, and, and you get to know the person better. And, and basically it takes time under those traditional ways of finding out what a person, um, you know, finding a, 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 a good match for you. It takes time. It takes time in terms of going out on the dates. It takes time um, to get to know the person. And very often somewhere along that way, and everybody has their own, um, every you know, everybody has kind of their their own rules as it relates to um, intimacy, but somewhere along the way, intimacy enters the picture, and this is how this is how it happens. Um, uh, this is how it happens a lot. Okay, the two of you go out. There's an attract. There's a, a a physical attraction. So you're attracted to each other physically, and and you have some things in common, and and so you start to hang out. And and let's say it's um. It's Sunday, and Sunday you always like to go to uh, a Sunday brunch. And I'm talking, this is a woman. Do you like to go to Sunday brunch? And, and he likes to watch football on Sundays, all right? 
And so, you know, in the early stages of the relationship, there's a Sunday brunch coming up, and you go, you know what, we're going to, yeah, I'm going to a brunch, and he wants to be with you. He, he is, he is, he is, just he's head over heels uh, in love or lust for you. So he wants to be with you. Guess what? He goes to the brunch with you on that Sunday, and then let's say, you know, a couple Sundays later, um, there's a game that's taking place, and and you know, he wants to he wants to watch the game, and he never watched football. Let's say in this in this situation, you never watch football, but you know what? You want to be with him. So that Sunday, you come over, and and his friends are there, and 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 you know, all you guys watch football, and you don't know what the heck is going on, but you want to be with him. So there's initially this compromise that happens. There's initially a um, kind of a meeting in the middle where you do his stuff and he does your stuff. You do his thing and, and he does your thing. And so there's a closeness that comes from that or the feeling of closeness comes. Well, let's say it's six months into the relationship now, and it's uh, Sunday brunch, um, and, you know, you're saying let's go to Sunday brunch, and he's like, well, you know what, I'd really rather not. Go ahead, enjoy yourself with your friends. So you go on and do your thing. And then let's say there's a, a basketball game. And, and you know, in, in, in the past you've been you've – been, uh, making the compromises to meet him on his grounds, but you go, you know, that's really not my thing. Go ahead and enjoy your, enjoy your game with the with the boys, and I'm going to go do my thing. And so, you know, by the time you realize that there's not a foundation, I'm not saying foundations and relationships are based on brunches and, and sports. <laughs> I'm not, but I use those as as, um, as a way to illustrate the fact that we will very often, um, we will very often model the other person early in the relationship because our interest at that point is to really get to know that person on their grounds and on their terms. So, you know, that, that period of time, that the honeymoon period, so to speak, there is a feeling of closeness and there is an intimate relationship that's developed. And, and, and if it becomes ex- exclusive, then that relationship goes deeper. And then you wake up one day and, you know, when you're sitting there um, with your girl's, doing your thing, and he's sitting over there with his boys. Uh, he's on the other side of town with his boys doing his thing, and you kind of go, well, we just don't have anything in common. Well, guess what? You never had anything in common. It was all based on initially a physical attraction and false clues, things that we looked at and, and, and drew conclusions on. If he does this, he must do that. If he has this, he must have that. If he looks this way, then he must be this kind of a person. And so we're left in that place where it takes a long time to really get to know someone. Um, and, and then by the time you get to know them, uh, there's an there's a intimate connection, which makes it hard to move on to the next person. So, you know, if, if you have set a relationship as a goal, then you do want to look at finding a way to, uh, to go through that process of getting to know someone in a, a pretty objective fashion, not just based on the attraction. And I know that can be fun. Um, and, I, and I know at some point in our lives that's, that's more than enough because that's all we're really looking for. But if you're at that point where you're looking for more than that, then you really need a way to objectively go about it. Uh, it's not to make it cold. It's not to take all the romance out of it. And it's not about taking the fun out of it. What I'm saying is that when you have an objective way to determine if someone is is a good fit for you, then you can move into uh, the process of really getting to know them. And one of the things that a lot of people found whenever we would have them go through profiles first, when I was working in the dating industry, 
and we would have the, the new people go through the profiles. Don't look at the pictures. Don't look at the videos, but just look at the profiles. What they found is that there are people out there who think the way that they do, who have the same overall beliefs that they do, who even use some of the same language that they do and that that they use. And there's a natural attraction to someone like that because you see this this person as someone who is a good what friend who could be a good friend and and uh and because of the fact that that you're two people with the same interest and and uh moving in the same direction and you met up at the same time uh that friendship can develop into to quite a bit more so uh without wanting to make this a commercial for a dating type service um, you know that's the that's one of the keys to uh, to reaching a love goal is to have a way to objectively go about getting to meet and to know people. Uh, we're just about at the end of the program for a day, and I, you know, I want to encourage you uh, again to go out to aboutgoals.com and um, and take a look at the the ebook that we have up there, the uh, About Goals Daily Goals Toolkit. Um, my hope is that you find love today. And that you that you love someone, and that you have someone who loves you, and and um, you know if you are going through that that period where you're you're really searching for something a little deeper, step back a little bit and love yourself. Love yourself. Um, love yourself enough to not compromise. Love yourself enough to not settle. Love yourself enough to know that there's someone out there who wants you exactly the way that you are, and then find a way to get out there and to reach and and to find that incredible person to share your life with. Until we talk again, this is Andrew Morgan, CEO of Coach, encouraging you to get up, to get out, and to get going. I want you to know that the world is a better place because you're in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. We'll talk to you tomorrow, same time. Bye-bye.